Can, no, stop it. Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 378 for December 4th, 2022. My name is Nathan Reed Spruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Aroa McFain. Hello, I'm here with my co-host, Spooky. He is, As you, he is, you can probably hear. Yes, he is He's purring. rubbing his face on the mic. That's, they love doing, I don't know what it is about microphones that cats just love rubbing their face against them. Because Zoe does that too. Anything. That's true. And we, of course, are joined by Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. It's me. I'm, I'm definitely not here against my will. Yeah. Where can we find you guys? website And my basement. Uh, anything else you want to point out, either of you? Arrow. Anything? Uh, anything? Yeah, I check out uh, Clinton's Core Classics Rise of the Rune Lord's first edition actual play podcast. Wherever yeah. fine podcasts are found. Do that. What about what about you, Aroa? You have anything you want to plug? Uh, well, uh, since it's Aroa.website, it's my website, and I changed it. Oh, did you? It refers to it refers to Miskey instead of Mastodon, which is basically the same thing, but it's written by a Japanese dude instead of, you know, like a a group of of open source enthusiasts. So my question is. I see, I know you told me before that you blocked Twitter at your house. Yeah. Like you you so but every once in a while like you'll comment on something that I I post on Twitter. So is that just mm-hmm. like when you leave your house you get a notification or something? No, um what it is uh is that I had to reset my phone at one point. Oh. Um and doing that uh turned off the thing that automatically or well it turned back on the thing that automatically uh changes the mac address uh, of of the phone every time it connects to a wi-fi point so uh that's what i was using to block myself from getting on twitter from my pc and from my phone so uh and i'm just too lazy and like I've, I've for the most part done a pretty good job at like not sitting there and doom scrolling just because like I I I have managed to now just have such a a strong distaste for Twitter in general that I feel very little desire to actually stay on there for any length of time other than just to see what people I know in real life are are saying or talking about and luckily for me I guess um the main two people who are my friends on Twitter are you and Tyler, and both of you just kind of engage in political babbling all day long. And I, so I, <laughs> I just kind of tune it out. I, I hate I, it. I know. It, I hate it. <laughs> like it, it's just like it, it's you and him just screaming into the void all day long because I know you're frustrated, but. I guess I'm I, I'm enough of a doomer now where I'm just like numb to it. I wish I wish I was. I I just the algorithm sucks. And so like 
They're like, oh, you tweeted about wanting Medicare for all. That means that you want to see tweets from the Libertarian Party, right? And I'm just like, what the fuck? No. No, now I'm <laughs> mad and I need to yell at Libertarians. Yeah. And, 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 like... and it's just, it was funny. There was somebody I, uh, I actually agreed with his post. I forget what he said exactly, but I agreed kind of with his post. And I, it was the, like back in 2016, you heard it a lot where people were like, well, I liked Bernie Sanders, but some of his people, you know, online were mean. And so I can't support him. And so I had posted something to the effect of like, you know, yes, that's, that's equivalent to saying like, oh, I supported Bernie Sanders, but some people were mean to me. So now I don't think people should have health care. And that got a lot of a lot of people commenting in support and against, but uh, mainly in support of that. And the original person who had posted was like, untag me, please. And I was like, dude, you could just mute the conversation. Like, you don't have to, like, you don't have to see after what I posted. You could, you could mute that part of the conversation. And he's like, or you could just untag. And I was like, whatever, I don't care. Look, nobody goes on social media to be social, Nathan. I know, but but here's the thing: I checked later, I because I, I got like a like on it, on that post, and I checked, and that original poster had blocked me. <laughs> All because I was like, dude, you could just mute the conversation. Uh, it's it's silly, it's silly. Like the whole, it it doesn't matter what you say, and I'm sure Tyler knows the same thing. It doesn't matter what you say, or how much evidence you point out in any of these political any of this political discourse because people have their mindset so they're not going to listen to reason and right. i and and i know like the logical part of my brain knows hey don't engage just move on with your day go watch a youtube video or something but then there's the other part where i i think it it is something to do with social media where we just message like we just well, you, Ty start you typing. know, it's it's like in in real life. I'm sure you've had similar situations where you overhear a conversation about something, and one or both parties in that conversation are just spouting inane bullshit, and you know it. Yeah. And sometimes it you can't help yourself, but but blurt out something in argument about yeah. it because you're just there, and it's like. If Twitter makes that so very much easier because you don't have to deal with the repercussions of of like what if one of those people is just absolutely cracked in the head and just decides to fucking up and punch you. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it would be better if there was like a timer. Like you press the reply button and it's like you can reply in five minutes. <laughs> and you'd be like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, all right. Um, hey, that that's that is what I've I've liked about going back into the Fediverse, as they refer to it, is that like because uh, the last time with Mastodon, I immediately subscribed my instance to a few relays, yeah. which relays are essentially they're they're almost like massive bots that just retweet every post that comes in through that bot uh that's not really how it works but that's that's just the easiest way to explain it it's so that 
because like under normal circumstances the way that posts sort of pass between instances is you have to manually go out to another uh fetty instance like a mastodon server or something and follow somebody on there and then their posts will start coming into your feed on on your instance and so like it it requires a lot of manual work and honestly it's kind of been nice to be able to just look around in other instances and find who exactly I want to hear from and never get suggestions on who else to follow or anything other than just if somebody re retoots slash renotes something and I, I like what they have to say, I can go look at their profile and see if I like them and then I can follow them too. It all feels way more organic. And as a result, I never really get shit in my feed that I don't give a fuck about. Good. Because as I said, the algorithm for Twitter is awful. Like, yeah. I just keep yeah. seeing, like, the Libertarian Party and PragerU, and I'm just like, yes, I blocked them uh, <laughs> or, or muted them now, so I don't see those posts. But it's like, these are definitely people I do not want to see. Uh, but we're going to move on. We've wasted eight minutes. Uh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to move on, and we're going to go and ask... Connor, first, what games have you played this week? I'll let you talk a little bit. Yeah, it won't take me too long. I've, I've been playing that Halo Infinite over the last weekend. It was, uh, I say it, I mean the, the campaign version of it was uh -huh. on sale. So I've been playing through that. Uh, the, the single player is pretty fun. And more than anything else, it's giving me a reason to play the multiplayer, which was a thing that if, if I wasn't playing the campaign, I probably wouldn't otherwise be doing. I, I still hate the uh, the the tier system, what whatever you call it, the battle pass system. I hate it so much. But what can you do? It's not like I it's not like I can opt out and I'm getting reward for doing something I don't want to do in the first place. So yeah. whatever. Yeah, I I I I wanted to play with you, but you don't want to play with me. The one day that you wanted to play with me, I was helping a friend with his final. I I think I think that seems like the the right priority. But no, hey, there's, no, there's, there's plenty no. of time. Yeah. You, I'm sure we will play Halo in the nigh future. Probably. Uh, yeah. Did you play anything else? Space Station 13, Warhammer? No, actually. And uh, no, but I did get some painting done. I just got a a, a nice, uh, like, 14, uh, not 14, uh, 144 hertz monitor. Like, the, the like silky smooth refresh rate one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it, this is nice. I love playing Halo 144. Like, I don't think I could go back now. It's so nice. There uh, are I, certain... I can't play on Ultra, but, you know, I could tolerate that. Yeah, there are certain games that will push the limit. Like not not push the limit of the the refresh rate, but like if you take Halo or uh, Fallout 4 and you I, unlock the that, actually. and you unlock the frame rate on that, it like glitches. Yep. Uh, that's that's exactly what I wanted to talk about next is getting uh, Fallout the 4. Engine. Yep. Yeah, it's it's the engine's problem, I know. Uh, the one of the reasons I got this new monitor is because before this I was using ultra wides, and not all the games are really set up to work with an ultra wide resolution, especially things like field of view, uh, HUDs. Sometimes it just don't work, and I was getting tired of it being an issue. So I got this nice high definition monitor, except things like the creation engine don't work with that well either. I must have spent like 45 minutes, and maybe I'm over exaggerating, but not by much just to get this goddamn game to work on a normal-ass, un-ultra-wide monitor. And uh, long story short, always make sure you recheck your INA files to be read-only when you're done with them. Yeah. But 
Yeah. Turns out NVIDIA cards like 20 series and above. If you play Fallout 4 with one of the settings, the setting to have decals on your weapons, it'll crash the game. Oh, good. And it doesn't like give you an error log. It just kind of like soft crashes and then you're done. So I eventually found out the, the setting and turned that off and it was fine. But after like 45 minutes just to get the game to appear on a monitor, I couldn't get further than like when you go to enter the vault. Specifically, you get that one dude who's got the minigun, and the whole game just like, nope, can't handle it. Bye. Interesting. Uh, uh, what, what else to do? Cyberpunk, which if you want a, a game to test your new hardware, Cyberpunk is the new crisis. Yeah, uh, I, I think it ran. I think it probably runs fine. I remember playing it on my 3070 when I first got my 3070 before the game was patched even. And I could do. 144 frames per second with low ray tracing on which is phenomenal yeah they used to not that that used to not be the case uh it's if they can get this game to run on the steam deck they know how to optimize it yeah it just took them two years to do it but whatever uh it wasn't ready to be released when it first came out we all know that no it wasn't and and their stock has dropped considerably since then anyway uh, did you play anything else? Uh, test any other any other big hitters? Did you play play Crisis? I did not do Crisis. I did Outer War, uh, Outer Worlds. I don't I don't think I'm gonna keep playing that. Oh, you it's, don't like it? It's it's not getting me. It's oh. not hitting me. It, it, and I'm doing Fallout now, so it's and and Halo. It's it's I, I'm tolerating these shooters that I don't want to play anymore. But I don't know. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll come back to it later. Uh, I might do Red Dead Redemption Two sometime again soon. That was a good game. That was, uh, and I, I, I bet I, it looked great. I, I spoke about this before, is that Red Dead Redemption 2 is an amazing game that bored me. I got so bored out of it. Like, I can, I can appreciate that, like, everything you do in that game is amazing and took a lot of time and effort to make, and I was incredibly bored doing every little thing in that game. I don't want to spoil nothing for nobody who hasn't played this yet, because if you haven't played this yet, go play it. It even runs great on Steam Deck, by the way, solid 60 FPS. Uh, but uh, there's, like, a post-game content you could do as another character that I never I really did yet. So I, I, I might give that a shot and see if that hooks me. Probably I, when I'm done with Halo. I borrowed it from a friend on my uh, PlayStation 4. So uh, after I was done with the game, I was like, I'm out. Uh, but anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to talk to Aro about the games that he's played this week. Yeah. Did you uh, play games? Did, did you did you play games? Well, um, I did. I, so I spent some time uh, in the lobby of a hospital waiting all day long. Uh, and in that time, played... Uh, do you remember... Uh, eons ago when a game called Little Inferno came out. Yes, I do. Yeah. So I played that because some DLC came out for it uh, a few weeks ago, which was weird. Is it called it's, Raging uh, Inferno? No, it's uh, oh. it's called the Ho Ho Holiday. Um, it's just a it's a it's a Christmas expansion slash thing. I don't know. You basically, it's you have the base game, like all the content of that, but the story plays out differently. And there's a separate catalog of purely Christmas themed items. Well, not Christmas themed, 
uh, holiday themed items. Oh, I see. Uh, I I have gotten a dreidel. Oh, so, good. Was it made out of yeah. clay? No, it was uh, made out of plastic. Oh, okay. And had Bluetooth functionality. Oh, good. <laughs> so, I'm not even not even joking because that game is cynical as fuck. Uh, I love Little Inferno. It's a great game. Um, it is ostensibly an iPad game. Um, actually worked really, really well on the Wii U when that was a thing. And uh, yeah, it's just a it's just great for sitting there and kind of wasting time uh, uh, setting things on fire. Are you implying that the Wii U does not exist anymore? Like, did uh, you said when the when that was a thing. Yes, the, the Wii U does not stop existing. It's not like Stadia. No, it's not like gone. It's not supported anymore, though. It's it not supported, gone. but it, it, it's still, like, I could put I'm a game in. Sure, I'm pretty sure Nintendo came around to everyone's house who had a Wii U and, like, took them. I'm sure that happened. I, maybe, they're, maybe they're making their rounds because I haven't seen them yet, but... Well, I'm just saying, have you seen your Wii U lately? Didn't think so. Yes, yes, actually, it's uh, on top Lies. of my Xbox One. Man, we <laughs> are uh, we're wasting yeah. time here. Anyway. Uh, Sit on top of your Xbox One that you also haven't touched in a decade. That is that is wrong. I played it this week. I played some Rock Band by myself. That's yeah. fucking sad. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to uh, move I'm on. I'm said that. Honorable mention. I played some Rocksmith. And I'm pretty sure I sprained my finger playing guitar for the first time since the start of the pandemic. Nice. Oh. We're going to move on and we're going to talk about the games I played really quick. I played some Overwatch 2. Um, still the only shooter I'm like good at anymore. Uh, even, you know, even though some people in the chat might not think that I'm good. And by chat, I mean the um, some people that I, in the quick play, just, it's Someone so weird. feeling. No, it's so weird when people start... Well, it wasn't even talking shit about me. They were uh, talking... Sh the other team was talking crap about their healer. And then somebody on my team started talking crap. And I was just like, guys, it's it's quick play. <laughs> Who cares? Just play the game. Um, but other than that, you know, it's a, it's a pretty good experience. I usually keep, like, all the voice chat and stuff off. And I don't pay attention to the chat very much. So that helps out a lot. Uh, I also played and beat Mass Effect 2. This happened on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. I'm there Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. Um, I beat Mass Effect 2. Uh, I saved everybody on my squad, so nobody died. Um, you definitely didn't use a guide. No. He did. He did. Uh, for the most part, I did not. Um, I'm pretty sure, that means I, I think I did, I think I did look up just who to send in one situation, but no, uh, for the most part, I didn't. Did. There's no shame in it. I don't care. Uh, if I used a guide for the whole thing, I, I, I would say I did, but I did not. Um, th there are I mean, certain. If you used so, it once. Then, then, then I, then it's that all modified your, that modified your choices after that fact. So. Oh, I see. I see. He's playing the game the way the man wants you to play it now. <laughs> well, you, you kind of have to. It's 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 funny because if uh, there's a situation which uh, one of your characters, I won't spoil. Ah, fuck it. Miranda is like, "Hey, 
I, you know, I can make this this force field to to get by the locusts. And I did look up in the manual after I had chosen a different character. I looked it up. And if you actually choose her, even though she volunteers for it, if you choose her, um, then she dies. She can't do it. And then there's uh, another point where two people are like, you should pick me to be the leader of this squad. And the other person's like, you should pick me. And I'm like, now nah, I'm going to pick Garrus. I'm going to pick Garrus every time because <laughs> Garrus is awesome. But I ended up beating it. None of my squad died. Uh, all of my crew died. Because apparently, if you do, uh, if you immediately go into the suicide mission, then you're, then everybody on your crew, everybody that works on the ship, lives. But if you take zero to three missions, half of them die. And if you do four to six missions, or four plus missions, uh, only only one person survives out of your entire crew. Oh, does Seth Green live no matter what? Seth Green always lives because he he's piloting the ship. He's the one person on the ship who didn't get captured. Oh, I see. And then, but they take he's handicapped. Yeah, yeah, that's it. They they the there aliens are with him. That's pretty dope if you haven't played it. Yeah. Um. And then, uh. But it's the doctor. The doctor ends up living at the end. Uh, no but... shit. That the the Mass Effect games, like what I played of them convinced me that seth green actually is a good actor he's good yeah i, I like seth green I, I i've liked him ever since i saw him in buffy the vampire slayer as a werewolf uh so <laughs> that's a random memory that i have so it, it's good uh you can of course there there i did have a couple mods installed uh nothing game breaking but uh just like infinite fuel so i didn't naked have to go miranda the, naked miranda obviously um, but no, it was, it was infinite fuel. And then like when you, when you go to get the resources from the planets, it will automatically just grab all the resources. So you don't have to like go to all of the different little points, but that's about it. Um, we're going to move on. Uh, the third game I played was Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. Uh, it's good. I want some friends to play with. It's How also in run. Ran great for me. Uh, it's yeah, a, they, they released a patch that fixed the performance issues. Yeah. Ah, yes, I, I heard of the performance issues. I had not heard of the patch. Yeah. yeah, so it runs great, and it's included with Game Pass. So, you know, there, you could play that. If you get Game Pass ever, Connor, we could play Darktide. Or if you buy Darktide, then we could play Darktide. And then... Uh, the latter is more likely. Uh, I also, at the end, played some Marvel Midnight Suns. And it's good. It's it's the XCOM slash Marvel crossover thing. And there's way more storyline than I thought there would be. Because you both played a bit of the the newer XCOM games, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and there's, there's storyline in it. And there's cutscenes. But it doesn't feel... They don't feel like super narrative adventures. They're like, okay, we need you to go down and do this mission. And you're like, okay. And then, like, they'll be like, oh, aliens are doing this and this and then go kill more things. And it kind of jumps from mission to mission pretty quickly. With Marvel Midnight Suns, it does not do that. It's like you do a mission 
and then you have like 15 to 20 minutes of running around talking about the mission yeah talking about the mission and getting collectibles and all that jazz so mass effect yeah i had fun with it uh and i will continue to play it because i did actually buy this game because it's not included with game pass uh but it it's a good game and i won't spoil it too much uh for anybody the the actual like combat portion is like it, it like has deck building elements yeah so it's like it, it's it's got cards so each of your character you can bring three characters into the mission and then each of those characters have their own set of cards that are drawn like basically you get three characters with i think eight cards a piece and then they have those uh 24 cards are put in a stack and they randomly draw you know three or four cards every turn that you can use i think it's three cards every turn like and then slay the XCOM. Yeah, pretty much. And there, there are some cards that you know do massive damage, but you need what's called heroic points. Uh, and then other cards that, if you, if they're they're quick cards, and so with the quick cards, if you knock out an enemy with that card, then it doesn't take away from how many turns you have because you can only use so many cards every every round. Anyway, it's all right. Uh, I will have to play it some more because, again, I, I'm like three hours into the game. I've only done like half a dozen of the missions because it takes a long time to build up. One thing I don't like about it, and I, I don't know anything about the comic books, so maybe, I'm, maybe I don't know um, this character, but you kind of create a Mary Sue character. You kind of, you kind of, you create, you're, you're not playing through as like Iron Man or even like in uh like a general like you do in XCOM you kind of just control your troops right um you play as as somebody called the hunter and that's it and and like you create your own character and like everybody like bounces off of you it's weird and i i kind of don't like that but whatever it's it's fine i will i'm sure i will enjoy the game but we're going to move on. We're going to talk about some news stories and uh, go from there. So have you guys ever heard of Bless Online? No. It sounds vaguely familiar. So with Bless Online, they had Bless. They had, it like failed in Korea. Just a, a brief overview. Bless Online failed in Korea. They brought it over to, the, uh, to North America. And they're like, no, no, no. We're making changes. We're gonna make it better, because we 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 feel that this is a solid game. We just we just need to give it another chance. So we're gonna make some changes and we're gonna bring it over. And it failed in North America. And they're like, no 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 no. We're gonna do it again, and this time we're gonna call it Bless Unleashed. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be better. We're gonna change it even more, and we're gonna we're at put blackjack on, and hookers. Yeah, and then. And we're going to put it on the Xbox One and PS4, and it'll be on the PC as well. It'll be great. And that failed. And now they're doing Bless Global, which is a blockchain-linked version of Bless that's headed for Steam and mobile devices. Which These blockchain games, man, they're really taking off. They're definitely going well. People are absolutely 
pour, pouring money into them. That's happening. It sure is. But okay, so so here is the 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 blurb in on massively overpowered is the life of the Korean MMORPG Bless has been a never-ending story without any of the 80s era whimsy. Readers will remember they first arrived to our half of the globe in 2018 as Bless Online had a messy launch that uh, mired, mired by corporate merging that ultimately saw it shudder a year later. So the original Bless Online in North America shuddered after one year. Uh, it returned in 2021 as a mobile game. The IP then came back in 20... Wait, only to return in 2021 as a mobile game. The IP then came back in 2019 as Blush Unleashed, uh, which landed to consoles in 2020 and PC in 2021, uh, though the console version recently unveiled that it'll be shutting down at the end of November. So it's shut down already. <laughs> and now they're releasing a blockchain version of this already failed game. I, I don't know if that's the best idea. Um, sure. is... No, no, no. The, the problem was the game wasn't profitable. If we attach the blockchain to it, everyone will want to hop on it. Oh, okay. So um, there are play-to-earn elements. Uh, and... Oh, so it's not going to be on Steam. <laughs> it's uh, uh, Shouldn't be. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It says, uh, it says, there are play-to-earn elements are back in another version of it called Bless Global, which is being heralded as the, her- herald as the first AAA GameFi MMORPG headed for Android, Apple, and Steam. Despite the platform's tactics refusal to host <laughs> blockchain games of any time, so they are saying, "No, no, we're bringing it to Steam." And Valve's like, "The fuck you are!" <laughs> it has a Steam page, but it isn't available yet. So that'll be interesting. It's awaiting review. At which point they'll be like, "Uh, no." <laughs> Yes. Gabe yeah, you're going like, to have no. to take out like the way that you make money in the mm-hmm. game. Um, it says, as for its blockchain tech that's primarily fueled by obtaining Coristol, not Crystal, Coristol, <laughs> um, which can be used to earn the must-have battle points or minted into the appropriately named BLEC to- token. Uh, Black token. Black token. Best read with the proper amount of disgust, <laughs> uh, which can then be used to purchase a mystery box that contains an NFT. Dis- <laughs> Dissolved in the coastal, the or donated to a guild forge or minting into uh, the block token can be obtained or can be gained from opening mystery boxes purchased with the tether token. Oh, I see. So it's a fucking money laundering scheme. Yeah, it's a it's yeah, a, yeah. So um, you use you use a, a fucking token that people actually use to buy these fake tokens that you can then convert into other fake bullshit. Is Black actually a token that people use? No, Tether is. Oh, okay, okay. Which you get. So the the way what I'm what I'm getting out of this is that you have Corestal, which is just actual in-game currency, and then you have Black Token, which is their their coin. So you can yeah. use in-game currency to buy their their coins. The black, and then 
and then you convert the black either into an NFT or you can turn it into other in-game currency. Presumably you can like trade black with other people on the black chain and so on. It's... Or you can buy mystery boxes with actual money on an actual exchange via Tether. Because like I doubt anyone's actually going to trade black on an exchange, but people do tr do actually trade tether. Well, okay, uh, so so that reminds me, uh, slightly of the the FTX debacle yes. that we've recently had, where they had their own token FTT that was only traded on FTX. Yeah, that that is that is a very prominent way of doing business with blockchain while being a really shifty bullshit company. Uh, Tether is very popular because it is a stable coin, which means that the value is directly related to the value of the US dollar. Yeah. And so that um, would explain why they would accept Tether because it's not mm -hmm. going to be as volatile as, as Doge or, or Bitcoin recently. Yeah. Uh if if which, it's stable. Which, yeah. Do, but no, no one actually uses Dogecoin by the way. It's, well, I know. It's just a big meme basically. Uh, well, I know. It is. I know, but okay. but that's what I'm saying. It, it's not going to be yeah. cuz there there they're, was a they're, point they're not more reasonable comparison would be Ethereum. Right. Like, yeah. Which no one actually uses Ethereum as a currency. They use it as a transaction fee. I see. Because almost all of these blockchains actually sit on top of the Ethereum blockchain, which is just mm. used as the processing portion of everything. And people use actual coins like Tether to do the, the transacting. I, I just, I find it funny that there's this. I think there have been a couple other ones that have come around where people are like, we're doing NFTs now. And I'm like, guys, you're like five, <laughs> six months late. I'm so, like, yeah, if you like, would have, if go you ahead gone, and launch your fucking. <laughs> like I, if it would have been a year ago that they came out with, you know, bless global using this, I still wouldn't have done it, but it might've actually had a chance of making some money and, most likely they would have made their money, shut the game down, and just ran away with the profits, right? But yeah. now they're just going to not make money and then shut the game down after a year. Because I played Bless when it first came out uh, because it was a free-to-play game. And uh, it was bad. It was really bad. Uh, even for you know just a standard MMO. I, I don't say this lightly. I would rather play WoW because of how bad that game was. And let me also mention that I'm not even against the idea of having in-game currency that is tied to real money in some roundabout way. The thing is, we don't need the blockchain to do that. No. Uh, we, we already have, uh, well, we have WowCoin in some ways, uh, but... There's also EVE Online, which has been doing this for, like, the better part of two decades. Mm -hmm. uh, like, then there have been a number of other games that have done this exact same sort of setup without blockchain. Like, this is 100% them 
trying to do it in a way that I guess is probably easy slash cheaper, but also it is just full of buzzwords. Well, and, and like, yeah. people love buzzwords. No, that, well, that's exactly what it is right there. The thing about it is Eve was based on like Eve. Eve is a good game. And yeah, I mean, too. for what it is, uh, and bless, like, so it was built on top of a good game. Like it was, it had a solid foundation. Bless online has failed no less than three times already. <laughs> it is a shitty game. And they're like, we're going to do it again this time they, with crypto. Yeah. And like, like what Connor was pointing out that like, yeah, this is, this is ultimately them going, if we if we throw in crypto, then people will play it not because they want to play the game, but because crypto and people think that they'll somehow get rich off of in-game currency, which yeah. is sorry. That's uh, we they already tried that with Diablo. It didn't go so well. Yes. Yeah, they 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 yeah, Diablo. If Blizzard couldn't make it happen, I don't think you're going to be able to make it happen. Random Korean studio. Anyway, am I the only one who thinks it's weird before we move on uh-huh. that people have decided that the arcade business market is the one they want to pursue? Like, we'll have people trading in real money for our, our fun bucks. That way, they'll never be able to leave. And then nobody <laughs> showed, like, who saw the arcades and was like, that's a good business model. Look at all the arcades that still exist nowadays. Okay. The, the one are... I was going to say this earlier, I actually. I, I'm probably in the minority. I actually prefer for MMOs a sub model, like ten dollars a month. I tend to uh, agree. Not, yeah. I, I don't think fifteen dollars. I think fifteen dollars might be a bit much nowadays. But I think ten dollars a month. You pay that that amount, like for World of Warcraft. I know it's fifteen for World of Warcraft. Um, I think it's fifteen dollars for Final Fantasy fourteen. Um. Is. You know, some games, there's a new one called Embers Adrift uh, that's still being worked on, and that's a sub-model as well, and that's $10 a month. I would rather play a game, MMORPG, that is good and functional, and I can have, I have access to everything for a small sub, rather than having either free-to-play or anything that says pay-to-earn or, or play-to-earn. Um, I don't want to play it. <laughs> Like I just I'm not gonna play a game that's quote play to earn. It sounds awful, and it's just you're gonna have to you're gonna have to put so much time in to make so little money. I would rather yeah, just work at McDonald's. Those are those are blatant. Just it, they're cash grabs. They're they're yeah. ways to get stupid people to because that money's got to come from somewhere, right? Like the the basic way that cryptocurrency has to work is that somebody has to buy in somewhere. And it inevitably turns into a Ponzi scheme where it's it's people at the bottom who are throwing their money and hoping to get rich. But the people who are going to get rich have already gotten rich because they're the ones that started the deal in the first place. Yeah. I mean, realistically, if you just want to waste your time and throw money away, just, you know, start a video game podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's worked out really well for me for throwing money away. Yeah. Anyway. Uh hundreds of dollars on equipment uh i've spent yeah i spent a lot of money <laughs> on equipment hosting um yeah you pay to host these fucking things which is like jesus yep 
Yep. I, it, it's not bad. It's only $9 per podcast, and there's only two podcasts. It's this one and Clinton Score Classics. Um, Thank you for hosting my show. You're welcome. Uh, it's So it's not too bad. There are other way more expensive hosts that you know may get our name out there more, but honestly, I, it's fine. It's fine. I think there are a couple like prominent um like YouTube or not YouTubers but but podcasts that host on the same network that we do. So even though it's kind of small and and not on like the top list of oh podcast hosting sites, it's still well, it pretty good. It doesn't matter. Matters. You, it doesn't. No, you 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 have to market yourself to yeah. get an audience generally. Some yeah, some some podcast hosting sites will market you a little bit more. Uh, yeah, but you're, you're also for it. you're also paying for it, yeah. And and I don't know, I don't know how to do any of that. Anyway, we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about Google Pixel Four, the 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 one that's three years old now. I think. Though, yeah, that, I don't even know what number they're on now. Were you outside playing in the snow? Go away. Yeah, snow. Yeah, yeah, it's snowing outside. I had snow. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so the Google Pixel 4, which was the one without a fingerprint scanner, which I didn't like. Um, it, it was the one that required face scan because they're like, Apple's doing it. We're going to do the face scan. And then everyone's like, we we hate it. We hate it. We think it's awful. Um, and it was really bad because you could have your eyes closed and it would still unlock your phone. And yeah, didn't it like it didn't even like do a 3d scan like it was just ai yeah it's scanning or using the the front camera which I, is I think god it, awful i think it had another thing on it i i i, I want to say that it did have like a a 3d scan or or like a like a ir I, scan thing i don't i'm not sure exactly how it worked but it wasn't just it wasn't just using the camera there was there was special hardware built in um, but my new phone, just so you know, the, I have the Google pixel pro seven, it has a fingerprint scanner and it does a face scan. So you can use either one. It's they, not that fucking hard. Apple. It's not, it's not that hard, but, uh, apparently Google had to settle, uh, because it had some deceptive endorsements by radio personalities using, uh, which is weird, right? Ra the radio still exists. It says the Bureau of Consumer Protection Director Samuel Levine said Google and iHeartMedia paid influencers to promote the phone, a product they had never used, which is fine, honestly. Like, not to say, oh, I use it all the time, but just to have, like, an advertisement for it, right? That's... Say, hey, you know, we're sponsored by Google Pixel 4. You can get it here. Um, but the way they did it was some of the Google-provided scripts read by the personalities in the ads included such lines as, it's my favorite phone camera out there, especially in low light thanks to night sight mode. And I've been taking studio-like photos of everything. This was despite them not being provided Pixels, uh, Pixel 4s before the recording and airing of most of the ads. So... That's not good. That's some some false advertisement there. I mean, to be clear, the night sight mode is pretty great on Pixel phones. Well, but... also like, it, I know 
I know it is a violation of like false advertising laws. Yeah. But there's a big part of me that's like, what you fucking surprised? Yeah. Like, all, all... Is, does anybody actually believe in celebrity endorsements? No, like, uh, Larry David did like the FTX commercials for, uh, I think there was an, I think there was an FTX commercial at the Super Bowl. Oh you yeah, think... there there were several celebrity FTX commercials. Well, and the and the funny thing is that in those commercials, because I remember seeing them on like YouTube and stuff, because they would you know plaster ads on YouTube, and they would have somebody be like, "Hey, well, you should you should invest in this FTX thing," and Larry David would be like, "Nah, that doesn't sound smart." <laughs> And he was right. The the fake ads proved that Larry David in the ads were was correct. Do not invest in FTX. Um so Google is paying nine point four million dollars in penalties. Wow. <laughs> that nothing. Like, there is that, a slap like, on the wrist for them. That's already been taken care of by all of the layoffs in the Google Assistant department. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I've said I'm gonna keep saying it. It sure went from "Oh my God, nobody wants to work" to "We're laying off twenty thousand people really fucking quick." <laughs> maybe, maybe the whole "nobody wants to work" bullshit was exactly that. Um, Google uh, said. It, I just want to read uh, this. I just want to say yeah, it says ahead. Google said. It is pleased to have settled the case, though it did settle with only six of the seven states that were suing it. Uh, it says, we take compliance with advertising law seriously and have processes in place designed to help ensure we follow relevant regulations of industry standards, a spokesperson said in an email. Also, by the way, if uh, Google wants to send me another uh, Google Pixel 7 Pro, um, I will say whatever you want in an ad. Any anything you want, I will say for a free phone. Google Pixel Seven makes me coom. <laughs> um, it is, yeah. So that happened apparently in 2019. Australia sued Samsung that it lied about how water resistant its phones were. Apple has been uh, dealing with similar suits for years, including one in 2012 over Siri's abilities as a personal assistant. Yeah, I mean, they should really, they they deserve to get sued over that. They they shouldn't even market Siri, honestly, like at yeah. all. Uh, like, I, I I saw somebody. Uh, it might it might have been in the article that we talked about. I think last week about uh, how uh, Google and uh, Amazon are cutting from their Alexa and, and Google Assistant divisions. Uh, and about how like. Apple doesn't have to really worry about this so much because the cost for running series kind of front loaded into the sales of their hardware. And it's like, well, they also don't really have to worry about it because it fucking sucks. And I doubt anybody actually uses it for anything. Yeah. Um, also, well, they, they mentioned in this article uh, in reference to the fact that, that the roughly $10 million is like nothing uh, alphabet, oh, yeah. which, which is Google uh is set to uh generate 282 billion dollars in revenue this year. Why so, why does why do they always change their name to something bad? Like Google, right? Had had their their 
years ago changed to the the Alphabet Corporation, and then Google, the website and all of that falls underneath the Alphabet conglomerate. Well, it's and uh, then, so the the idea was at least from like a a public view perspective, I think, was to be like cute and have all of their sub companies be a different letter of the alphabet. Oh, I see. But it's still stupid. Um, from a business perspective, it allows them to report the earnings of individual companies differently mm. so that like any one individual company can like, like doesn't have the ability to, to sync the, the value of, like Google. So it lets Alphabet play around with their money more is yeah. basically the idea. And then, uh, of course, Facebook changed their conglomerate name to Meta, which is... That's just because Mark Zuckerberg's an idiot. Yeah. And and <laughs> I I got contacted by a recruiter a couple of months ago uh, for Facebook again, because, you know, I worked there before and... um. The job that the full time job that I had applied for that they didn't interview me for while I was working there, apparently the guy who ha who got the job left already. Oh, and um, so I'm they're sure like, that makes you want that job? Yeah. So a recruiter was like, "Hey, would you be interested in applying for Meta?" And I was like, "I've I worked at Facebook before, blah blah." blah. And he's like, "Well, Meta," and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not calling it that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm." I don't care. It's Facebook. Uh, let's move on to the next story. Um, this is this is just stupid. But oh, it, uh, what it, I I I forgot to say huh? before before you talk about uh, Pixel Four does indeed have a dot projector. It has yep. a tiny connect on oh, it. Oh, that is... does the face scanning. I I would love if it had a normal size connect. Just glue just, that fucker right on there. Just, just on the top. No, 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 let me try to unlock my phone. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I knew it had some some special hardware in it, but I don't know how the how it works on the Google Pixel Sevens. Maybe you can look that up while we're talking about this new story, which is uh, TikTok, which I don't use. I assume Connor do. doesn't use it, and I know Aroa does. I love TikTok. Uh, have you have hail you... China, hail China. China number one, but but please don't say that. But, but I don't. I don't, gold. I don't. I don't mind that you say that. I didn't. I didn't like that you had a little bit of an accent on it. No, that's the <laughs> reference. Oh, okay. It's part um, of the reference. It's not me being racist. I promise. Okay. Uh, so apparently there are. It says software came out that claims to unfilter TikToks and expose nudes and actually infects users with malware. Because <laughs> no shit. Of course they're no not going to No fucking gonna be... shit. Yeah, like they're not going to... I imagine, I could be wrong, but if you apply a filter in TikTok and then you post that, like they don't have the unfiltered version saved? Unless no. I'm wrong. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, the whenever you do an edit on TikTok, the the video that gets uploaded is the post-edited version and the pre-edited version actually you can't even save that separately without like essentially recording your screen. Okay. Um so it says digital thieves are using 
Horny TikTok viewers thirst for nude images against them in a new malware attack. The attack discovered by researchers at security firm Checkmarks uh, attracts users by offering to remove a filter used by TikTokers engaging in the invisible challenge. What, what's the invisible challenge? I don't know. Okay. Uh, users taking the part article in the says oh. that it's the, the, the article says that it's uh, you post a nude image of yourself but then apply a filter to it that removes your body from the video. So it just, it just puts a big blur over it. Oh, leaving only a ghostly blurry image in their wake. I, first off, I don't like that challenge. I don't, I don't, I, 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 I seems think like a bad idea. It seems like a bad idea. I don't want to be like, do, 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 do. Oh, I'm just looking at a row with tick. Oh God. <laughs> um, it, it's, not great. In reality, the unfiltered download actually comes jam-packed with malware capable of stealing passwords, credit cards, and other personal information. Attacker side of the checkmarks report posted their own TikTok videos promoting software they claim could remove the invisible filter. Those videos included links to a Discord server where users could go and download the files. That server, called Space Unfiltered, uh, includes nude images uploaded by the attackers offered as proof that the unfiltered tool, tool works. So people were going to the Discord and being like, oh, nude images, look at that, totally, it totally works. Um, then users would download the software, believing that they were about to see boobs, and they inadvertently end up installing Wasp Stealer, which is malware hidden in a Python package. That malware can reportedly harvest a variety of personal information ranging from credit card numbers and cryptocurrency wallets to Discord oh, no. account. To My Discord coin. No. <laughs> your your black coin that you bought with all your tether. <laughs> uh, to Discord account details. Checkmarked estimates more than 30,000 users joined the Discord server before it was removed. Uh, so if if you see something that says, hey, you can unfilter nudes or whatnot it's it's probably a lie it's, it's all probably a lie so don't do it that, it only that's our... works on japanese adult videos uh yes that's that's it but that we're... is an actual thing that exists just i so know everyone knows i know i know i'm just going i to... would know <laughs> <laughs> you would know but uh our last story is actually one that i believe one of you posted, and I want to say it was Connor. Yep, Connor it posted. Uh, it's, a, it's a feel-good story. It's a good it's, story. It's a, it's a good way to end out our, our horrible, awful world. Everything is on fire, and sometimes you just need to look at something that puts a smile on your face, and that's, that's what I saw here. This is from uh, ggrecon.com, which I have no idea what this website is, actually. I, just, I saw this on an article, and it made me smile. They are making a console just for dogs they're gonna call it the joy paw and the photo on the article uses the dog from silent hill so <laughs> immediately they win in my heart i don't really want to worry that the article word for we don't need to do that but like if you've ever seen those toys that like make noise and distribute treats randomly and stuff like that's it's that it looks like it's going to be a tablet that can withstand like your dog walking up and trying to destroy it and it'll have interactables that will reward the dog or, you know, the animal with treats. I've seen, I, I've seen people have, like, apps on their iPad that they use for cats, and they go I, fucking ballistic for that. They love it. This yeah. is, like, the next level of that, and I'm all for it. 
This is fucking great. I, I actually bought a uh, a shitty Amazon tablet for my cat. I remember. So, like, yeah, I would I would one hundred percent get one of these, assuming that there are cat equivalent apps for it. I assume there will be, but this entire article, if you keep scrolling down, it's just like the most humble of dog video game content talking about like, can you t- pet the dogs in video games? Yeah, <laughs> like that warms my heart. Is there an update on how much it will cost? Um, is there? It says you can reserve it for $6, but... I didn't see a total price. I don't think they even link to... Oh, here it is. They link to the website. I see that Let's reserve see. now. 50 bucks? Yeah, that's, uh, uh, yeah, that that's, that's oh. good. Sorry, no, it's uh, $50 Hong Kong money, which is six US dollars. You're entitled to a 5% discount off the purchase price. What is the purchase price? Yes, the field be rejected from full purchase price. So the, huh. the final product might, look, might look, not look the same as the current design. Um, Possible that they're not ready for uh, a market price. I guess, yeah, they must just be looking in development yeah they're get they're trying to get people who want to or see how many people actually want it yeah by reserving Invest now in our products please yeah by reserving now you're entitled to a five percent discount on the purchase price if this is more than a hundred bucks like uh, united states dollars i, th- I think a hundred dollars would be good maybe uh, yeah a hundred dollars is about the sweet spot maybe a little more than that because i get it it's got to be something that can you know withstand like bites and claws yeah yeah but that's bet, really just a case around it, but I bet I, I could see it I could see it having just like a maybe like a, a quarter inch thick like plexiglass panel in front of the actual screen or something. Yeah. And otherwise being a pretty cheap tablet under there. But I don't know. Not like they're gonna complain about the graphics. No. Yeah. I, but yeah, you I remember you bought that tablet for your cat. Does she still play with it or does does your cat still yeah. play with it? Good. Yeah, yeah. She, whenever I remember that it exists, because oh. often I forget about it. But, uh, yeah, you want you want a cheap toy for your cat, and if they if they like to play the the stupid, uh, I think it's I think it's Meow Mix makes the app. Oh. Uh, but it's is it's it the fish just, hunter one? Yeah, it's cat fishing. Yeah. And yeah, the cats just love to fucking paw at it. My my stray boy here that's on my desk in front of me, he does not give a shit about it, which is just bizarre. I think that's how Zoe would be, is she, I don't think she would care very... Like, she might be interested in him for, like, a minute and then wander off. Um, <laughs> But she... When we would have uh YouTube videos playing, when my girlfriend lived by her... Uh, with When she lived elsewhere, um, she would have, like, cat videos play. And yeah. if like little kittens came on uh, and started meowing, Zoe would start looking around for the kittens because she um, had some, she had some kittens and then was fixed afterwards. So every time she hears like kittens meowing, she's like looking for her babies. It is so sad. Yeah, anyway, this, this boy, this boy got mad whenever I put a kitten video on. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that too. He fucking hates really kittens. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like weirdly territorial. Yeah. Anyway, 
that's our that's our thing to end on is they're making a tablet for especially for dogs who are going to be rough with the tablet. I want to thank you for being here, Aroa. Yeah. And I want to thank you for being here, uh, Connor. I really basically only need the same thing, like a screen to keep me entertained and a little slit to like give me the occasional treat. What oh, man. I, I wish. Goodbye. I wish. Goodbye, kitty. Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me turn off the noise suppression here. No, I can hear it. There you go. We can hear there it. You go. HD cat. <laughs> Thank you for being here. We'll be back next week talking about more video games and tech news. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye -bye. Get your cat or dog a tablet today.